It's a great time to rent. It's a great time to buy. What should we do? Rent or buy. Where's the dice? <laughs> it's a roll of the dice. My name is Barry Horvath, and this is Moving Forward TV, your local market update. And I am Delyn Gaston. Thank you for joining us today. So on today's show, we are talking about... Renting. Or buying. <laughs> what should the people do? Now, we all in the industry already know we'd like to see them buy homes and such. Our realtor partners, our mortgage professionals, we'd like to see people buy houses. Because they make money that way. Right. But <laughs> what's what's going on out there? The Actually, according to a recent Fannie Mae survey, there has been a surge. The optimism in home buying has increased lately. In fact, uh, sep uh, September numbers have matched the all-time high that was set in June. But why? Well, Not why? for the reasons you'd normally think. No, there's a lot of things going on out there in the marketplace. But the one thing, you know, People call to Lynn all the time. <laughs> they never call me. It's okay. I'm okay with that. I accept, my, I accept my role in life. But, the, you know, they ask, should I rent? Should I buy? You know, it looks like it's cheaper to buy right now because the rent prices have really escalated and rent prices continue to go up right. nationwide, not just here in our markets, but in most markets across the country. And, but, you know, I think it depends. You really need to consider how long are you planning on staying, you know, because this market could go down again, and it will. It, it's just, it's inevitable, and then it comes back up. You know, it's cycles of the real whole, estate right, in the, the market. Right, the real estate world has been cyclical and, for years. And can you afford, you know, remember when you rent, of course, when the AC breaks, what do you do? You call your landlord. Right. When you own, what do you do? Um, a you lot panic. Of, you panic. <laughs> Some people reach for, for their credit, credit card. card. Yeah, and they go further in debt. So you really need to weigh that out. But optimism right now and, you know, people who have bought in the last couple of years have really benefited from home ownership because of uh, tax reasons, of right. course. Um, the pride of home ownership, the stability. Right. You right. know, you know what your mortgage payment is going to be. If your taxes insurance go up, yeah, that can right. change your payment. So you don't have to worry about your rent going up next year and next yeah. year and next year. So, but there's a lot of optimism in the market and more people and first-time home buyers and move-up buyers are stepping in. Yeah. And, and that's what, what I was, you know, I was very surprised at that. In the study, it talks about that some of the reasons that people usually, um, you know, when they have an optimism going on in the market, it's usually because they're worried that interest rates are going up or that home prices are going up or something like that. That's not the things that are at our, that are driving it this time. First of all, there are a lot of leftover people, shall we say? <laughs> there the the supply and demand thing. We all know there are just not enough houses. We've got way more buyers than we do houses for sale. But I was surprised to know the so the existing home um, housing market, there's only so many houses. The builders are still building. They're way off their highs as well, but they're still building. But people are skipping 
the first-time home buyer houses, and they're going right for the builder houses. That kind of surprised yeah, me. Yeah. So the days of buying that hundred thousand dollar house are stepping into two, two fifty, even three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So, but and that's because there is no existing inventory right. already built. So they're being forced to do that. And because they've been renting for longer and because of where the rental prices are, they're used to paying those higher prices. Sure, and they've been, you know, they're more established in their life. They have jobs that maybe pay higher right. than they would have if right. they just got into the job market because wages go up essentially. You know, what's so funny is uh, we, and but it's not funny, you know, we have people we pre-qualified months and months and even a year ago and are still hunting for their perfect home and they can't find it. So what are they doing? Well, a lot of them are postponing, temporarily, you know, walking away from buying a home at this time. Yeah. Or they, you know, some people just gave up, but you know, I don't, I don't think. But, but not as home. many as, as uh, we thought. There are definitely still some people that are out there and they're looking for, they're just, they're just setting their, um, their standards a little bit higher now. Not, I guess they're kind of being forced to, like we said, those lower priced homes, they're not available anymore. They're just aren't. So they're going with the higher stuff. So, Hey, that's great. Right. Um, and hopefully they're going to what would be the move up house. Right. So, so it's keeping everything going. Now, what is spurring them to do that? job stability is like tops on the list in the survey. Um, they're feeling more confident about their jobs, about their stability in their jobs and things like that, which is great for the whole economy. Absolutely. That was so refreshing to read. And you know, and of course, the other thing is now lenders are loosening their belts. Right. <laughs> Not too much there. Hey. <laughs> G-rated like, show. Hey, how do you like my new figure though, huh? What do you think? You, you just look great. <laughs> You know, but they are, I mean, we're now approving stuff with a lot of the lenders are going to lower FICO scores. Right. Guidelines tend to be loosening up, which is normal in a rising market right. because the foreclosures are much lower. People aren't walking away from homes like they were back in 2009, 2010. Right. Because they have equity in their home. And pride of home ownership is back. Well, yeah, because when you have an asset or a home, that is worth more than you owe on it. You feel good about it. Right. Like, you know, right. if you owe 200,000 and your house is worth 400,000, you feel like a king. If you owe 200,000 and your house is worth 100,000, you're like, oh, I gotta go to work again, you know? Right. Because right. you have a negative, you know, it just doesn't, it's sad. it doesn't feel as good, right. you know? Um, but it's so funny, even though one of the things nationwide, not so much maybe in Trinity or Newport Ritchie area, because there's so much new building on, but actually builders with everybody going into new construction they're still off on their production it's still i know i was surprised still at that too less new homes being built than there are historically i know levels. we so, in our area we kind of laugh at that because they're like you know what five thousand new rooftops ten thousand something like that going more. up on the on the 54 corridor i know they keep adding more to it all the time traffic. so we're like ah but i know schools um, anyway, I, I'm not going there. I'm not getting on a tangent about, about poor planning on some people's parts, but that's okay. But one of the things that I was excited about, and again, don't want to get off on a guideline thing, but one of the um, other reasons when Barry said that they're loosening, lenders are loosening guidelines, 
Recently, um, Fannie Mae, everybody knows Fannie Mae, Federal National Mortgage Association, um, they've actually loosened the guidelines to debt ratios. Now, everybody knows the income to debt ratio. It's up to 50%. You know, when I started in this business 102 years ago, <laughs> 102 years. You know, you have two ratios. You, your, your housing spent, uh, housing costs could not uh, exceed 28% of your monthly income. And your total debt, including your car, car payments, student loans, the credit cards, things like that, couldn't exceed 36%. That's 36 has inched up, inched up. It's 50% now. That's scary, quite frankly, right. to me. I got to tell you, that's that's scary to me. But well, you know what? Just to, but I'm not Fannie Mae. Just to prove what you're saying, just to back it, in 2011, only they say 50. Nine percent yeah. of applications were being approved in 2011 that applied for a home loan. Now, 77 percent of those same applications are being approved. Which, again, close to the all-time high of 2011 or yeah. something, right? Or, or before that, yeah. Well, anyway. So more are being approved now than... So let me ask you a question. All that is optimism. You're, it is optimism. So you made the decision. You're ready to buy. So... You now need to find a realtor. What are you going to do? How are you going to find that agent? We'll let you know and we'll share that information right after this. Sorry, I was just talking to Iron Man, just asking him if we should rent or buy. And because after all, he is all wise. <laughs> he is all wise. Let's ask him, you know. He says... Uh, Does he have a buy or a rent on there? No. It says scanners read no. <laughs> so clearly he couldn't find a home. You I know, don't know how wise he is. I think So Iron the question Man, is, what is it? Roll of the dice? Yeah. Maybe ask an eight ball? Ask an eight ball. <laughs> what are we going to do? You're going to ask him, should I find, the eight ball. is there any good should, real estate should, professionals out there? Should we buy there? a house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ton of them. Ask me again later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, realtors. Eight Wants ball. to hear the end of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So it's you accumulating data right now. Yeah, I think it is. All right. So you've, you've sat down, you weighed out your options, rent, buy, market's hot. So you made the decision to buy. Now you need to select somebody that's very, very important in your role in buying a home, maybe one of the most important people that you're going to live with maybe for the next year, six weeks, right. month, however long it takes, two years to work with to help you find that perfect dream home. How do you pick that right. person? I know. There's a million real estate professionals out there and there's so many great ones. How right. do you find the right match? So, th and this is something that, um, like Barry said, buying a house is not just an easy, 
an easy process anymore. There's a lot that it's goes into it. And it is overwhelming. It's, it's funny totally when I, overwhelming. When I sit and I meet with our, the, our clients, once they got to the end, when I was buying my own house, I can remember um, looking at houses and looking at houses and looking at houses. <laughs> I remember. And, oh, my gosh. Were, it's hey, so overwhelming. And I do this. You were gone from the office like every 15 minutes. <laughs> I found another one. I got to go. Got to go. And then you'd come back, you'd go, you'd be like this, you have sad face. I go, oh, oh, that wasn't hard. a good one. No, no it was bad. <laughs> it's so hard and it is so overwhelming. And you, you get all excited and you're on this emotional roller coaster. And when you finally enter into a contract on a house and you think this is it, this is the one, my kids picked out their bedrooms, everything is going to be wonderful. And then the contract falls through or you, your bid doesn't get accepted or something like that. And then you're just down again. It's, it's very hard and I understand that. And then when it, the contract does get accepted, and everybody's excited and then they come for the mortgage and they come to me and they think Phew, that's over with and then the mortgage stuff starts <laughs> so, so we get it it's not easy so you want to be with people that you like and like people iron that man. you be you, with iron man you know you need like iron man to guide you through the process <laughs> it's the only way to go folks you need Wonder Woman. That's what you need. You need Wonder Woman. Iron Man. To guide you through the process. Iron pick Iron Man. Pick Iron All right, all right. Let's really. No, but seriously, how do you pick a real estate professional? And and there's a lot that goes into it. And sometimes what we wanted to kind of like uh, point out some things, and this isn't from us. This is stuff that um, a lot of research goes into these things. So first thing, what we used to do in the old days is who did mom and dad use? You know, who did the person who sits next next to me at work use? Who did, you know, the guy on the treadmill next to me at the gym? Yeah, like I go to a gym. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was too funny. Anyway, anyway okay, so another next, person. Next show. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So who do they pick? <clears throat> you know, it's not... It is definitely talk to other people and get referrals from them. Referrals are a great way. But find out and make sure that the person who does sit next to you at work or is at the gym next to you, um, works out with you, you know, make sure, do they have the same wants and needs you do? Are they in the same economic place that you are? Yeah, there's uh, a lot of same things. Same commute to work, that kind of thing. You know, one of the things that you need to know, if you're a first-time home buyer, do you have an agent that works with first-time home buyers and right. understands their needs. I mean, right. that's one of the big things, you know. And I, I love this saying, because when you're buying a home, Google is your new best friend. Yeah. Iron Man is out. <laughs> Google is in. Because Iron Man only gives me like five responses in here. So, you know. And as we all know, the downside to Google is there is everything on there. Accurate or not doesn't make a difference. Yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Just... There, for every Stop. question you ask Google, there are dozens of answers. Right. And right or wrong. Yeah. There's dozens of answers. There's tons of information out there. You know, I think what, I, you know, I think one of the things you need to look at when you're looking for an agent, the biggest thing is the trust factor. Right. Because let's face it, you're using OPM. I right. love that. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was before the show. Tell them. Other people's money. <laughs> <laughs> So when you are using OPM. When you're using OPM, you need to be with somebody who really cares about the situation, understands your desires, understands, you know, your situation, understands that schools are important to you. Are you buying a condo? Are you buying a mini mansion? Right. Do they specialize in condos? Do they know about the condos? Do they right. know about the HOA fees? Do they know about renter provisions if you're going to buy it to rent out later? You know, 
they need to know the area and the market. Right. They can't just say, oh, I have this listing, let me show it to you. And again, like I said, it makes a difference. You know, the, the person who's referring this person to, you know, your parents or whatever, it's somebody that they know and they've known for a long time. Maybe they go, you know, uh, they're in the same church or something like that. And, I'm, and we're not saying don't certainly talk to that, but interview the realtors that you're going to get because you do want to make sure that it's somebody that you click with and somebody who understands fully your, you know, when, when that realtor helped your parents find a house, they may have bought in a 55 and up neighborhood and that's where that particular agent specializes, but you've got two small kids and you need to be near a daycare and then the other one's going to elementary school and you want to be in a certain school district. You have to make sure that they understand your needs and your um, yes. uh, commutes who and things like that. is the best fit for you. Right. It doesn't matter, you know, so maybe don't be afraid to pick up the phone and interview different agents. Meet with them one-on-one. -on -one. See if you have a good you know, the chemistry. other thing, the other thing, you know, a lot of times on the mortgage side, we uh, receive our referrals from agents. So most of the people that come to us already have an agent. However, there are some times where we have people who, you know, found us in the phone book or on Google or something like that. There's a phone and, book? And understand they want to get phone book. They want to get pre-approved first. Oh, that yellow thing. And and they ask us for our opinion of a realtor that they could go to. And and honestly, I do try and fit them with somebody. I say, okay, well, what kind of a personality type are you, and where are you looking to go? So if, if somebody is like buying up in you know Hudson, Wikiwachi, up in you know Hernando County or something, I'm not going to put them with an agent who like specializes in Pinellas County. That would be dumb. I have you know so. I have a mini checklist here. I'm going to run through it. Okay. Okay. I'm looking for an agent. When someone refers to you, are you looking for the same type of property? Okay. Are you looking for a cute city condo while they're in a suburban colonial? Right. You know, that's important to look for. Are they in the same price range? You know, did your person refer to you? Did they buy a hundred thousand and you're looking at a $400,000 house? That may be not necessarily the same agent. Um, do you, do you have the same skill set? You know, maybe they bought them a, fixer-upper and they're handy-dandy and you barely know how to pick up a hammer. Right. Come on, that's supposed to be funny. That was I'm very funny. Because <laughs> I'm thinking of how, <laughs> You're how to I picture. don't need a hammer. Do you know that, that women, all we need is, is a you need heel of a shoe. <laughs> no, you need duct tape. <laughs> or a mug. You need duct tape. Do they have the same commute? So are they driving further to work? That's another right. thing to consider. And they, do they have children? So. You know, maybe the real estate agent, if you have children, maybe you want one with children so they understand the importance of good schools that you're in. So, so not only should the, the buyers be interviewing the realtor, but the realtor should be interviewing the client as well because obviously you want the best for them as it, well. It needs to be a good fit. Mm -hmm. So we'll have more information and summarize all this great information that could affect the rest of your life right after this. You know, Earl, I got something you might want to trade that thing in for. Wood. Something that really matters. Some leather that really matters. What's that, Dave? The Bible. Oh, How man. about that? How about we do a little trade-off? Oh, I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> we got the real word here, boy. I'm telling you. And, and by the way, man, I, I'm just so excited, man. We're we going to be doing talking about God, T-A-C. That's, That's right. going to be phenomenal on WeBeam TV every Tuesday at 530. That's going to be great. Unbelievable. Absolutely. All right, we're back talking about selecting the perfect real estate agent. Right. And maybe there's some good questions that... I know there's some good questions. ...that they can ask their agent when they're interviewing. So I jotted these down when we were on break. 
because I think they're very important <laughs> tasks. In other words, <laughs> he highlighted them because they were already typed. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Got to call a spade a spade, don't you, Lynn? <laughs> so I told some... them we researched this. <laughs> All right. So here's some good questions that you, as a buyer, can ask your agent. How long have you been an agent? I love that one. Mm -hmm. You know, because some people um, were they recommended to them because they're brand new in the business and they no. need. Not, a paycheck right and I'm not saying that's bad because there's some brand new agents that can do an excellent job but is right. that a good fit for you and your situation that's what you need to weigh out maybe they need somebody with more compassion that you know that's just starting out so there's you know we have some agents we're working with that are brand new that are amazing so right we really do um, what experience do you have with first-time home buyers and programs I think that's important to know because Somebody who works with someone that's doing down payment assist for someone putting 20% down, that's a whole different pool of people right. and a totally different situation. And if they haven't been certified for those programs, maybe they're not a good fit for you. Okay. Uh, do you, I love this one, do you know lenders who specialize in first time home buyers? Hmm. I do. They know us. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a lot of great lenders out there that specialize right. on it. You know, most of them suck. We suck less. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Did I just say that? <laughs> we, you know what? It's the lending I, industry. It's just my favorite line, and I'm not even commenting. I know, on that don't. One. <laughs> All right, another great, great, great. You like that? Another great, great. another great question to ask your real estate <laughs> professional. How often are we going to communicate? You know, are you somebody that's hands-on that wants to text all the time and mm -hmm. hey, I found a house and. You know, or and everybody's different on that. So yeah. ask them that question. Are they not available nights and you want to be a night person? Are they not available days and you're a day person? So you got to check all that out. You know, communication is the key. Uh, and last but not least, do you have references of previous clients that I can call and ask them about you? Right. And if they do, you should call them. Check them out. Ask what your experience was. And I'm sure they're only going to send you the ones that had a great experience with you, but I think it's important that they do that. You know, and, and ask them why. So, you know, when you're talking to your friends or your neighbors or your person at the gym or whatever who are referring this agent, ask them why. Why was this person special? Why did they stand out to you? And make sure it lines up with your um, desires and, and such as well. I think you really, the key is go at your gut and first instincts. Right. You know when someone's a good fit. The day you walked in my office, I knew you were good fit. You were a good fit, you know. So we've been hanging out now for like seven years. It feels like twenty. Long time. <laughs> you know, some days. I know. So let's so let's talk real quick. So we've given a lot of good information as to what um, a home buyer should be looking for in a realtor. But you, as the realtor, what? are you looking for in a in a home buyer and not just anybody and to make sure it's a good fit for you and what can you do now you guys are already great about being available 24 7. everybody knows for the most part a, a lot, lot of, of them are yeah. yeah they're available all the time you guys have been pretty good about about that you know being as available as you can um, embracing technology. A lot of you guys have been embracing technology. We all know, especially our young millennials, that they're all going to technology and texting and, you know. Facebook Messenger. Right. All email. that stuff. Instagram, you know, picture of a house and they, you know, find the address and they go and drive by it. They're very self-sufficient that way. However, we did do some talking to um, some millennials who said that um, some tips that they had uh, for realtors, um, understand that although they sometimes act like they know everything, they don't. 
<laughs> but they don't know how to ask the questions, and they don't know the questions to are ask. We are teenagers so, buying homes now? Is that what you're telling me? No, but the young 20-somethings, <laughs> yeah. you know, I have a 20-something. Those guys. And he's, he's kind of like my, you know, millennial that I refer to on things. But really... Um, this is not what they do for a living. It's what you do for a living, and it's what I do for a living. They, However, it's not what somebody who works in, you know, an insurance company or in Walmart or, um, you know, in a, a technology all, company again. even. They don't know about buying a house. They don't know the steps that they have to go through. They need you. So don't assume that they know things. Tell them. Ask them questions. Say, here's a question that you that you might want to know the answer to. Here's a question. You know, don't treat them obviously like idiots, but don't assume that they know things. <laughs> Fill them in. They do want to be informed. They do want to be educated about things. So if they didn't ask you a question that you know they should know the answer or that they should be asking, tell them. You know, sometimes in the in the lending process, we go over things that we think are so simple and common right. sense. Like, why don't you get that? You I know. know. Because we see it every, every day. day. And every they day. don't. And never assume there's no stupid question this is a huge decision the biggest purchase in your life so i was just gonna say yeah it's know? the biggest part of your life the biggest purchase that you'll ever make in your so, life make it make it a pleasant experience and you realtors make it a pleasant experience for them um it's stressful we all know it's stressful no um, it's it's like the second most stressful thing a person goes through in their lifetime is buying a home second guess what number one is death of a loved one and here we do this for a living so let's try and make it as pleasant as possible for the buyers yeah. for the sellers for everybody involved and i know everybody tries but but being a good fit for your buyer and being a good fit even for your seller that's a, and and educating the buyers and the sellers that's like key that's, that develops the trust that you were talking absolutely, about absolutely absolutely i know so what do we got long <laughs> yeah, what do we got going on in the community Delaney? sorry um you don't know I don't know. No. <laughs> Actually, one of my favorite events is coming up, How the Grinch Saved Christmas. So dun, we hear, dun, 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 we hear in um, the local area here, West Pasco Business Association, which is our networking group, WPBA. And you can find more information on WPBA.biz. Or dot .rocks. We have um, uh, our seventh, this is our seventh year doing How the Grinch Saved Christmas. It's a fundraiser that we do here locally and um, to give back to the community. Um, somebody, uh, families last we will year, find, we, we, will find we some families helped like here. six families have a Christmas who otherwise would not have had a Christmas. And it's, it's a so. great time. We got live music from Shadow Facts. <laughs> wow, that's yeah, his band. Fun, yeah. <laughs> Check them out on Facebook. Um, it's going to be, go. it'll be it's, a great It's fun. Event. So the ticket sales are on sale right now. Pre-sale. Get the pre-sale pre right now because if you it goes up after November right. 2nd, I believe, is the date. We also do still have some sponsorship. Up. It always sells out. Every year, seven years now, it's always sold out. So de definitely get your tickets early. We do still have some sponsorship opportunities. If you want your name up there in lights and such... Probably shouldn't say that, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but we do have sponsorship <laughs> opportunities um, available if you'd like to give out. We also are accepting baskets and things. We do a lot of auction items and such. Um, so if you want to promote your business by donating a basket or something for our auction, that would be and wonderful. This... If you have like a vacation home or something like that and you want it to be a part of our live auction, that would be wonderful as well. Please reach out to um, either Barry or I or Maria, Maria Johnson, who is Maria WPBA. There you go. You can email her. So thanks for watching, everybody. I uh, hope this was helpful information. We'll right. Share us, us, like us, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.
What else? All that fun stuff. I have no idea. He okay, knows it all. Great, great. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching. We appreciate you guys. We are today and every day. Moving forward. We'll see everybody next I'm week.